this seemed like an obvious group that uh, we have not tackled yet of a, a group of funny dudes from New York growing up. Well, you know, not from New York, but they all met and went to school in New York and, uh, you know, formed a thing called Broken Lizard. I'm yeah. that surprised we have not done a single Broken Lizard movie yet, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Which is crazy to me. I had oh, I Club know. Dread and Beer Fest on my list at the beginning. <clears throat> I think I haven't changed that list, so they should still be on there. But uh, but but for some reason, this this uh, the Slam and Salmon felt more appropriate. I don't know why. And I don't know. I knew it was streaming. Most of the other ones are streaming, so that's a poor point. But uh, I got I, I you know we could just run through every dumb little joke that we love and we laugh out loud at in this in this episode that we probably will anyway out of circumspeculation. But uh, to keep things rolling, I just I just have a, a bunch of questions I'm gonna ask you guys like usual about this. But uh, we can start off like we usually do with saying uh. If we have any, you know, early memories of when we first saw this or anything. Because I, I honestly don't. Like, this came out my, like, junior year in high school. I was, you know, kind of a busy year. was doing things. Just saw it uh, at the local fucking, like, Blockbuster or Hollywood Video a year later. And rented it. Yeah. It's like, I love these guys. It just came out of nowhere. I didn't know. I didn't know the whole Writers Guild strike thing at first. So it makes sense of why this movie just came out and no one was aware of it. Uh, unlike beer fest so um that's that's about it for my my crazy stories uh joey or lou when's the first time i honestly can't remember the first time i've seen this either uh this was just one of those movies that would just pop up out of nowhere and i'd watch like what it. like on cable like like, like yeah like like on tv like it'd pop up on tv sometimes that's my friend it would just pop up on my friend's house while we were just watching tv or some shit just one of those random movies that would pop up out of nowhere. I love it though. I mean, it's classic. See, I don't think I've ever seen this movie on TV. That's what? why I've seen I... every other movie from these guys. I've never, this movie is like, I know people that love broken lizard and have no idea this movie exists. If that's uh, an assessment. No shit. Yeah. Like literally they know of super troopers and club dread and beer fest and that's it. I mean, both Super Troopers, obviously. It's under the radar for me. That's all I'm saying. I don't know about you, Lou. Uh, you're probably out of high school. Yeah. Dream. Yep. Uh, just, well, yeah, f- I guess fresh. Uh, working, working restaurant job. So one thing I wanted to preface this, uh, unpopular opinion. Uh, I like this movie as far as a restaurant vehicle movie. I think this is better than waiting um, I, I identify yeah. a lot more with this. I've worked at Denny's Friendly's, TGI Fridays. I've worked at a barbecue joint, local diners, and uh, local pubs. I've worked every position in the restaurant, managing, fucking scooping ice cream. Worked on the cook's line. I've served tables. I've washed fucking dishes. I've sat people. This movie, I think, with some, minor, with some minor gripes, kind of captures a lot of aspects of working in a fucking restaurant. There's a couple things that don't line up, and I I'll get to that. I'll get to some. Yeah, of you had, you had to count to three every time you set something at someone's <laughs> table. We know you do that. So. Yes, I had to count to three. It was no the the big thing that I you I and think, your threes. I the think great the big Mongo. Thing, 
The, exactly. Exactly. Lose the, what they what they didn't do in this is the cooks line fucking hates when when wait staff comes out back and bitches about tips because those dudes are being paid yeah, they're not a flat it. fucking rate. Yeah, you get exactly. motherfuckers coming out and being bitching like, oh, I, I only got ten bucks off that table. It's like they're only getting paid twenty dollars an hour. You got to yeah, flip two like, tables in an hour. Like, like part of the whole plot is them getting tips. You know exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> bitching like the, the whole movie. movie. Who can make the most? <laughs> It's Ooh, but but with, with it being but, said, but in uh, the beginning with the thing with Dave like bringing back the bad, the, the hilarious or whatever, then yeah, 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 like oh, yeah, yeah, like that's that's very accurate as well of like someone else telling them what to do, <laughs> and they're it's, just like, "You fucking kidding me?" And it's like, dude, I'm just the middleman here, okay? It's spot on. Like, <laughs> it's spot on. Every everyone that I've ever worked with in the kitchen, everyone reaches a boiling point. It's fucking a million degrees back there. It's fast paced. I. I miss it from time to time. I like that. I like the chaos. I like yeah, fucking yeah. I know. A lot of people forcing do. yourself yeah. out for a smoke break and then getting back on the line. And it's just like you're in the middle of dinner. <laughs> it's insane. But the so to answer your question, when did I see this? I saw this shortly after it came out. It also flew under the radar because it was in select theaters and then it wasn't. Yes. Um, and I didn't see this until I want to say this was like maybe a Netflix like order from for order from netflix and it's mailed via the fucking snail mail to me i can't remember exactly <laughs> when it was but it was oh, cool. it was shortly after that time because when it popped up i was like what the fuck is this like when it was released when i saw that there was the the small bit of hype around it's like the new broken lizard movie and it was like what the fuck is this? Dude, because that, that's what it, it was, was like, for what me. is this? That was it. was small bit of hype. No advertising, not a huge release or whatever. Million theaters or I don't know, thousand, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, it just wasn't there. And Very like I, I was, I was just the right age to be able to finally see a rated R movie in theaters too. So I would have been splurging. Like 2008 was the Pineapple Express like like tropic thunder year for me you know where i was like i'm alone but like you know i was with my friends we weren't with our parents or whatever that's we weren't alone like we're stoned we had to get there somehow probably but uh i would have i would have loved this and like and then i never saw it on tv either i had to rent it or own like the dvd legitimately this was never on like hbo or anything it's weird like why is it one of those why i don't know it's a shame because it really is a it's a great movie i put it up there with being as good as club dread and the second super troopers movie if even the other two movies that are like their best clearly i would agree it's just yeah i know but it doesn't it doesn't get that treatment right you know it doesn't get that which is what we're here for (laughs) it definitely holds up with the rest of them with the same amount of like little jokes and just like everything strange humor yeah, I mean, it's not like it's not like a big budget studio like explosions and chase scenes and whatever you know stuff like that, which is why they were able to mi- or they were able to make it when the strike was happening because they're not part of the writers guild. They're just five other dudes that have been <laughs> doing indies. Man, Super Troopers was an indie. That's how yeah. they fucking broke into everything. Was they just realized let's make a movie instead of doing like stand-up comedy like everyone else's let's make a fucking movie and here they are like five movies later just like let's make a movie because no one else is doing anything right now like do you remember how many of those good comedies came out like Step Brothers, pineapple express whatever i just said and like 
that was it. Like, The Dark mm-hmm. Knight came out, and then there was nothing for a fucking year, dude. Like, 2009 was just, like, or 2010, maybe, was, like, a dead year until, like, the final Harry Potter movies came out. There was just, I don't know, you know? There was, even if you were a kid and didn't know what was going on. It's pretty wild. It's yeah, pretty wild. There was a gap in movies. It was there. lots of, lots of TV, dude. Like, lots of TV was missing, but there's so much TV that it was still like, happening. Whatever I feel was like on right was around huge. Then, like How I Met like, Your Mother, speaking of this movie. The show feel, was huge right then. I feel like right around then is like when Netflix was really started, like starting up like its streaming service and everything. Yeah, they probably they weren't, they weren't got like, their first they, shows or whatever. Yeah, they weren't like making after. movies or anything. So I feel yeah. like it could just be like some people just weren't interested in the movies or something. I don't know. But these guys like have a sp- specific fan base. Yeah. Where yeah. like with their first movie, I understand people not knowing like Puddle Cruiser because it was, mm-hmm. you know, small independent similar to this, but they didn't do anything yet. This has the Super Mo- Troopers Club Dread Beer Fest like previous Behind thing already. Yeah, already to where it's just like how was nobody like you, you know like how didn't they sell this at one of those uh at like Sundance or something like that. How come this isn't the one that somebody like maybe maybe that's all it was was they weren't even people weren't writing or like allowing the big companies to fucking make movies. I don't even know, dude. I need to watch more Entourage. Get my chops up on how it all works in Hollywood land. <laughs> it's but, pretty like, crazy. We're, it's, we're it... here to give this one a it's go. Giving it its flowers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So um I don't know. So yeah, I like it as much as all the other ones, but uh, I'm 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 ready to dissect, get into get into a lot. We're gonna hear Lou talk about everything that relates to his real life from back in the day of living. Like like guy meat drapes, I'm sure was exactly the Lou type. That's what I'm picturing. (laughs) Out of them, it was a it was kind of a it was a weird mixture. Because like him I, 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 re- <laughs> I, I relate, I related Lou with had everyone. Lou job, obviously. I did. That's well, no, I need reason. one. I need one. I need <laughs> oh, one. still needs one. I need one. You just yeah. I, you'll get that call someday, man. You'll get that maybe, call. Maybe. Maybe one. As soon as those bandages come off, you know, those then bandages. I'll have to make oh, a call. Oh, dude. He'll so, do anything for Lance. We I will. That. I will. I will. Bringing it's, it back for our second movie involving Lance Henriksen here at Indecisive Opinions. I've, I've definitely never scalded my face. I've, I've lost parts of my finger. Um, I've burned myself multiple times. I, I mean, Dude, that's, it's I think, brutal, but it's like the beauty, it's the beauty of, of restaurant experience. That it's scene like, is so funny though. Like I, I, it's another thing I'm going to get into, but I just really enjoy like the little setup of like, Oh, me is the hot blonde chick. Like she's going to win obviously. And mm-hmm. then fucking Farva is like, you're so winning this thing. And then you just see like hot soup and you're, and you put two and two together. Like it's a fucking great setup. Like it sucks to be her, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just like, Oh, she's going to win. So how do we make this interesting? Cause otherwise why, why would you care if you weren't like rooting for someone the whole time, basically. So mm-hmm. let me jump into <clears throat> one of those where, if you guys are legitimately invested in the plot, like the first time you watched it or whatever, it's the type of movie, this is like rat race. Who in your mind do you legitimately like want to win or think was going to win? You know what I mean? Cause, mm. cause I, cause I had feelings on like who I felt like was going to win the first time. 
I watched it, you know, something like that. You guys ever? What do you, uh, what do you got, Joey? Um, honestly, I thought uh, nuts or Jay was or nuts was gonna get it. Yeah. Just because of like that whole Zongo scene throughout the movie. Yeah, Zongo like, makes like, him a how, seller. Of yeah, and beast. all of a sudden he gets up to like number one and just stays at number one for a while. And then he's and then uh he, then he pukes. finally takes his medicine and then just like yeah it pukes it up and it just goes back. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's one of that's one of my favorite like sections of the movie. It's just, yeah, no, I know it's it, just so ridiculous. It's, it's always Jay's character, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, I, I mentioned this the other day too, but not now. Obviously, Jay's the resident like director usually, but Kevin Heffernan directed the Slam and Salmon. This was his debut, so Jay kind of had a different. Uh, like free range, uh, or you know, not free range, whatever it is. He just kind of had the freedom like, of not being, the, yeah, not being the director this time around for the first time with these guys, you know. Mm. And uh, and he had this, he had a chance to just be fucking nuts. I heard in a bunch of interviews, and then uh, occasionally he'd come up with like headphones on and be like criticizing people, and they'd be like, "Get out of here! You're not the director." And he's like, oh. <laughs> "That's so great." What, what about you, Lou? Who did you want or who did you think? So so I thought for from from the get go, I thought that Steve Lemmy, I thought Connor was going to get it. And the reason right. is because the like, failed movie star. Thing. Well, it just seemed like the, the ultimate shot at redemption kind of thing, which yeah, right. tracked. But I, I guess also like Tara made sense. The first time I saw yeah, it, no. obviously, it's like yeah. I thought that Steve Lemmy, I was pulling for Steve Lemmy, big nose dudes got to stick together. You know, that's just the way it is. <laughs> Short guys, yeah. Short, exactly. It's, it's the same type of thing, right? <laughs> so it's like with when, when like Tara came out on top, it's like, that makes sense. Yeah, no, she's, she's the, the nice, she's smart the obvious, person. Yeah, yeah, she's going to medical school. Sense. Like, she's got so much ahead of her. And she, Robin Shrabotsky, dude. A failed actor. First of all, <laughs> let's just say America has already been in love with her for like five years at this point because she's Robin Shrabotsky. So she's already like, doesn't even matter who she is. She's just playing that like wide eyed, like nice brunette girl. Like, who's she's cool and she knows shit and she's not like the dumb blonde basically sorry but you know i would say i would say out of the front of house staff she that she essentially represents the most grounded character out of yeah. all of them You've out of met... all out of all the front of house staff like but manager also, included like i've and i've known so many just good people that like put themselves through shitty jobs that get good tips so that they can pay for school and shit and that's like her exact character she's not an idiot she's going to school but she needs this fucking money for it mm-hmm. <laughs> so relatable so real. exactly she's the obvious choice uh i think uh when i first watched it i thought donnie i thought like the one soder character would be really funny because of just like it being he's the complete underdog you know and like they don't make him out to be a piece of shit like his brother or identical twin dual soder whatever you want to call it i just i like i i understand the redemption thing for steve lemmy because i obviously just like i liked his character and thought like oh it's gonna be him or uh tara basically they seem like they're the obvious ones that could win but who do i want to win and i was like yeah well guys just like too douchey but Mm -hmm. hilarious so i guess like donnie's like the one getting hazed and he's fucking drunk doing this and then he gets the chance to be part of the wait staff i was like eh he's crying in the cooler man i'm gonna pull for that guy 
Why did you think I was meat drapes? If you said meat drapes was a douche, why do you think I was fucking meat drapes when I was working? Oh, on I, I was because I was roasting That's not you, cool. That's not you. cool, dude. St- <laughs> St- Stolhansky always plays some of like the coolest, the cool guy roles. Come on, he was hilarious. He's I a, love yeah, the fact yeah, that he's, he's using fucking ultraviolet on his teeth before dude, his shift. Yeah, that fucking that's what so I, funny. See, now that's completely different from somebody that I want to win. Like just. Just uh, out of the it, out of the five guys who who it's like who's, sir. whose characters did it's you Greek. love, or like <laughs> just just whose character did you think was like just the funniest or most ridiculous that you actually enjoyed? You know, because I feel like even though nuts <sighs> and Zongo is like out of the box, like Dude. when I first was watching this, I thought the dumb douchey things the guy says are so hilarious when he's like. Oh, what was what, what color was Morgan Fairchild wearing? Clear, and he's just like, Ooh, and he makes that face like, dude, it's it's so douchey that like I don't want to be him. So, but funny. like seeing this character portrayed is very funny, and it's Rabbit, like so it's just yeah, I don't know. Dude, That's what I thought. That well, I don't know about the you Nord guys. Jones concert, dude. <laughs> I, I banged her dishy all night long after those five smeared off ices. <laughs> daylight savings bro so daylight great savings. so i don't know who did you guys like i don't know how you want to put it but just i just wrote out of the five broken lizard guys like who's your favorite or or who was and now that it's been you know over 10 years like who do you enjoy the most i just that's what i just like for funniness is uh, I, dude, do. I think i already said it honestly with jay just his whole character the way his his character just acted throughout the movie just had me laugh and easy it's just favorite. great yeah he's just he's just my favorite in the movie to be honest yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can just, tell you can tell yeah. something's different for him when he's just he just gets to go full bonkers playing yeah his role. dude it was it was pretty fucking great guy i'm fucking with you i did not fucking orangutan last night <laughs> <laughs> it just goes from so serious and plain to oh i'm zango i have dude, student just... teacher evaluations <laughs> dude it's great yeah it kind of it kind of fluctuates as far as just like overall favorite like broken lizard dudes because like yeah it's like, like I, kevin Heffern i find is steve lemmy funniest and steve yeah. lemmy are always funny but like it's almost like they're not given as much in these roles compared to other other roles in their other movies you know Mm-hmm. So go 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 on with go on with that. No, I was just gonna say it, it it kind of fluctuates between Steve Lemmy and I would also say um, I, I don't know like Kevin Heffernan is the is the obvious choice as you obvious. had said because obvious. they're yeah. they're they're the paired ones together. But you better hope that I don't know. Doesn't turn into coal. Tacoma FD, dude. Well, <laughs> but there's something special about Paul Soder. I I don't I don't know what it is. I think because he just plays a fucking dolt. Yeah, but he's not. But he's not. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, does yeah. that make sense? Like yeah, Foster and well, fucking Super Troopers. Yeah, like, yeah, like Foster. That's why. And th- that's not why a, I wanted his not adult, to win he, in this. You know, because he's yeah, just exactly. like he's just a lost boy <laughs> from Peter Pan, not the vampires with Kiefer. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It would have been know. cool though. That was a nice. I would have been into over. it. Whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> But all right, now, big big characters though. Those are the guys now, or I mean, besides those big characters now, who's everyone's favorite of just like a random face in the obviously Michael Clark Duncan. All right, oh, dude, I was just gonna say, like, dude, like, obviously Michael Clark Duncan is my like, fucking go-to, like that, like, like that's the whole movie. That's what I mean. I was like, not not the big like whatever <laughs> Lou was calling front front of house staff, mm-hmm. etc. 
What about like the small, the bit parts, the guys that have worked with them before that show up, like the the CFI Hotlanta crew, fucking Nutella, like you know Will Forte. Which of those like little groups or bits are are the ones that, or the one that you guys really just like think of? Like like Joey, you're saying the whole nuts like not taking his medicine and Zongo comes out is like a bit you remember. What about like each table though with the characters, dude? Basically? Uh... Nutella's whole just like attitude, third talking, person. Yes, third Ugh. person. Everything is just like too real. Oh my god, that is like that's like all those that's type of every pop star right now. Yes, like oh, don't call me ma'am or anything. You call me Nutella. Nutella's Ugh. happy with you, baby. Like yeah, that type of shit. Like like, that like Lord or Ariana Grande. That, or that had me rolling. Just that shit was just funny, dude. Rolling, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, rolling. Joey's rolling over there, and he's a big fan of Kill Bill, so obvious choice. I'm a big Joanna Man fan, so <laughs> nice. Sorry, no, I do. Your turn. <laughs> I, I I gotta go with my with my man Dick Lobo. Uh, the, yep. the whole Anti Rickson <laughs> bit was just so fucking yeah. funny. Like, oh, who's your guy? My my daughter's got tits like a beanbag and an ass like a dump truck. She's yeah. got a hard life in front of her. Like that whole like just <laughs> he's having so fun. good. He's it's having so a really good. fun time playing that. <laughs> but it's like and, and obviously how many people Morgan. from Aliens can uh can these broken lizard guys get into their movies? Because uh, they don't know. They they hit too. They hit. I two. know. Right off the top I, of my head, maybe there's another one that I'm not thinking of. I also really liked the the very brief Jim Gaffigan moment at the spa yes. like the casino and spa or whatever yep. that was so good well yeah that's that's what i was saying was like were you guys just so gonna good. like like anybody oh or, or one of the regulars because like well forte's worked with them before so obviously and obviously gaffigan as well just gets to do whatever jim gaffigan a bunch of mounties should i call them like dude he's he's just so he's he's so funny i don't know put it under look kamehameha (laughs) is that is is that is that two ebbs or three ebbs is something i uh i I think it's a small it's a small little bit part but um uh the dude the dude from uh super troopers like officer smite when he's there with the hooker and they're all uh, yeah they just got the glengarry glenn ross speech and they're all going around like you know like when they're trying to sell the cod, there's the little bits where the each per each waiter like looks at one another and it goes <laughs> off and it shows them like sell it in their own little way. I love I, I love those I don't want to really I, fishy fish. Oh, cod's oh, it's the, the least, least fishy of fish. The, and then it zooms to Jade, he's just like, It's the it's most like, fishy of the fishes. <laughs> it's Is the it most a flaky of the fish? fishes. Oh, it's the flakiest of the fishes. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'll be I real thought, with you guys, that happens. Dude, that, no, happens. I, that happens no, I, all the no, time. No, I know, I know, I know. What I what I was going for was I, I like those bits, but I was gonna say my favorite, uh, one of my favorites is the one when like when the guy stands up with the hooker and after everyone's clapping, and his just reaction of like wanting well, to do something with my dick is like so <laughs> fucking ridiculous and stupid, and that's and that would never happen. That's why I think it's funny. Lou's like, this is real. I'm like, yeah, no, not that. Like this is so unrealistic and stupid. Unless well, I'm not talking. Miami, I'm not talking about the chaos like, you know, of of those people. No, like, no, that's what I meant. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, we're going off. I was like, we're getting off in a tangent, which is leading it completely away from the bit that I enjoy. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, let me get back to that before we get to the realisticness again of lose and 
entire 20 early 20s or whatever it was dude when i from when i was 16 until 27 28 years old yeah dude i didn't i had like a 10 year gap between doing that when i was 16 and and now i guess don't miss it well, sometimes it's a, I do. it's a lie tips baby get those tips but uh, uh, I, there, there's so many there's so many of those little uh little little just like i don't know uh, I call them like story drivers, like something like a Sam Raimi thing with the camera to just keep everything nice and fun, you know, uh, when they all get like that Glengarry Glenn Ross speech, as they call it in interviews uh, from Michael Clark Duncan, because they love that movie or play or whatever is uh, uh, just like them all, them all selling in their own way and them all lying so they can get like a bigger tip or whatever for the one table and everything like just and the way the camera like jumps and there's that little like (coughs) like like high casino jazz type music or whatever the fuck you want to call it like like with guitars though you Mm -hmm. know i i love i love that to kind of score as it's going on and shit and and those are just like little things i don't know about you guys but what are other what are are some of those little things besides just like the characters that you that you like i like the i like the between Michael Clark Duncan and his esteemed foreign guest, I think that whole and because that's like a sizable amount of time that they spend with that. But like just the essentially like did he invent she, that phrase? Is that where the phrase, you know, if nickels and dimes were whatever, oh, we love I, a Merry I, Christmas. It's gotta be. It's gotta did be. He, did he invent that in this movie? It's gotta be, dude. Is this the origin of it? <laughs> That's not what I fucking said. Well, it's. I love when Mia when Mia comes uh, over and he screams. Yeah, and he's like, my, my voice, voice doesn't really, really go, go that high. high or whatever. Like I just yes. sm- those <laughs> sequence is so great. Like his entrance, like on the horse, like yes. bringing in a live swordfish. I know, like, I know. Yeah, that, I really like that. On a horse bit. with a fucking like he's got scepter. like a staff at a cr- yeah at a cape he's got a and scepter a and a, yes. <laughs> Brilliant. All gold and shit. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. R.I.P. to the man. Oh, dude. What the the scene between Donnie and Dave with uh fucking Paul Soder when they get into the fight. Soder versus Soder. Yeah. He's like, Are you drunk? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna tell mom. That blue stuff on your lips. Donnie comes yeah, just attacks him. Yeah, goes running, tackles him. Dude, that shit just that's funny as fuck. Dude, I, I, did, like so, I did so think brotherly. it was I did think it was hilarious and seemed really brotherly. And that's what's funny is a, in, a, in an interview or a, like a Q&A thing I found when they were talking about their favorite and least favorite roles. Soder was like, he's like, you know, it was an all right role, but the playing the, the two guys thing was like, it was weird. Like he was like, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Like it wasn't oh, as especially f- being so they had two opposite personalities. Yeah, exactly. Too. He's, he's like, like, he's like everyone else was having so much fun and I wasn't having fun. And I was just like, Oh, I feel, I feel bad now. Like he's the main, he's like the main writer amongst yeah. them. So you can already tell he's not stoked about having to act all the time as these like man, baby child, you know, <laughs> roles, but like, but then he's got to play two people and he like, doesn't like it. It's like, Oh dude, like we, we love it though. They're both really funny. And that seems hilarious like let's send him everyone send him a fucking uh it's kind of a bummer he didn't have fun with it it's it's kind of a bummer that was just one of the ones where they were saying uh they were talking about like praising michael clark duncan and everything and then someone asked like their favorite roles and their least favorite roles and they were it was when they were promoting this movie so it was fresh in his mind and you could tell like as he was saying it he was like it was not 
as fun. Like we're always having fun. Obviously these guys look like the kind of guys that are having fun all the time on their sets yeah. and it'd be a fucking dream to be homies with them. But like <laughs> he definitely just seemed bummed out about like the interactions when he specifically said, like when we, there's the two or three scenes where it's just them two saying a few lines back and forth. And you can tell like there's a screen because they're just not touching each other. And then he's like, and then I had to fight a stunt double, and it was just weird and awkward, and I was like, oh, man. So, Poor guy. so one, th- <laughs> one thing before we get away from that, um, one, of my f- one of my favorite lines in this movie was when uh, one <laughs> the of the members of the back... Are you in Herman's Hermits or Wasteland? <laughs> no, 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 I mean, that was, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> so funny. No, that, that was hilarious. It is so Dude, funny. That was fucking good. They're like the British soccer team or something. These are two. you guys like in a band? <laughs> like like Herman? I like how Herman's Hermits. Oh my God. The only two British bands he knows are Oasis and Herman's Hermits. Herman's Hermits. Spans about 45 years between the inception of each one of those bands. It's I insane. know. Oh my God. All right. Go, go on. Go on with the Borefield though, Lou. I'm sorry. Go on with the Blue Curacao. No, I was just going to say twins are disgusting. That Twins is are so disgusting. fucking great. Oh, that dude. is so great. It's dude, such so a simple line. It's that, such a great observation. That, that, so dude, that dude is an extra in Tacoma FD all the time. He was uh, he was an extra in like Beer Fest. Uh, he was one of the soccer players, you know, the guys. Uh, that, that dude's another like homie that just works with them all the time. And it's like the only line he gets in that movie. And it's so fucking hilarious. I did write it down in my notes randomly as just a quote. <laughs> when we go back and just go through our favorite lines of just like twin fucking twins, man. Twins are Dude, disgusting. You know what's funny? It's so okay. funny. It's like, it's like <laughs> I've watched a lot of like kitchen nightmares and shit like that. And like all those, like <laughs> oh boy. all those shows, but the like, real deal. That, I'm like going, like talking about that specific scene. Like when he throws the soup in the microwave, like that shit happens all the time at restaurants, man. Yes, it does. Like, like just like, food. it's, <laughs> Lou's like, you're funny. fucking telling me, motherfucker. Whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> it's just funny as shit. Yeah. It's yeah. funny it's, moments. It's steaming. Yeah, I fucking know. Stick yeah. it in the microwave. You know what? I like you, guy. He's <laughs> just like, you got a no can do kind of attitude. It's just like, yeah, yeah, fucking uh, Dave Wood like guy. <laughs> yeah. The other asshole. What's What's they even better about that? What's even better about that is like the the entire side like quest, if you will, where Kevin Heffernan essentially has to shit out a diamond. Oh yeah, and a fucking ring and an with, engagement with fucking ring. Dopinder from Heroes and <laughs> Olivia Munn before anyone knew who she was. He better like, that diamond like, doesn't turn to coal. Oh yeah, that's what you were saying. That fucking one. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't donkey punch Morgan Fairchild? (laughs) 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 He he had to love that one. He's not even on screen. He's just off in a stall. You just see his feet twiddling around. Like, that's so fucking... Yeah, like I said, we can just jump jump through jokes and jokes and jokes like that. Whatever, motherfucker. Uh, Oh, speaking of... Speaking of which... No, no, no. I get to do transitions motherfucker <laughs> go ahead go ahead let's see how let's see how seamless it is now go ahead go ahead what's y'all's favorite uh champism as if it's a rickyism there were champisms throughout this movie where he made up words 
that were not the correct <laughs> words. And it's hilarious. And Michael Clark Duncan's fucking hilarious. What were some of your, what were those favorites? Oh my god, dude. Oh, I can't even think of any. Every um, time he says whatever motherfucker after someone corrects him, I <laughs> I always yeah. remember that. Like without seeing this movie in like a year or two, I turned it on and the first time he said oh, that in decap- unison, decap- I was decap- I knew it. Fucking, when, he, when he punched, when he was talking about punching the dude and he decapitated him or whatever, de- it's decapitated. De- 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 yeah. Oh, it's decapitated, sir. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> dude. That shit. That's fucking hilarious. The yakuza. The yakuza. What about I you? Think Lou? His, his. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I have like a favorite one that I can like pick out. It's. <laughs> it's the way in which he miss like messes up. Uh, euphemisms. Yeah, yeah, and, that's, that's but, why it's a champism, like from the Rickyisms from Trailer Park Boys. They're all euphemisms usually. I think I think <laughs> I enjoyed, speculation. I I think I enjoyed watching him attempt to try and rap or rhyme. Yes, I think like, I I like that whole yeah that whole thing, and then he's and then he's at the bar. He's at the bar trying to like write it out and then saying it to himself. It's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. He goes off on it. You can tell that this guy's looking for another career. He's a Uh, ex-boxer looking for his next claim to fame, clearly. Wiki, 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 wiki. I really really like right before that, too, when he's like pretending like he's going to punch Guy and you can hear like the swoosh noises. Yeah. And then he accidentally hits him. Just like, oh, didn't mean to do that. And the whole crew is just like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> so good. It's just like fucking Tyson knocking out Zach Galifianakis in a movie that came out probably around the same uh, fucking time oh as this movie. Because they said they thought about a Mike Tyson type when they were looking at, looking at that role. They were like, "Well, we can't just get Mike Tyson. Like, there's too many scenes. You know, can he act?" No one knew at that point. This was before The Hangover, like two months before The Hangover, dude. That was like a summer movie. I'm pretty sure. Anybody yes. remember? Yeah. Uh, I, I saw, I believe I saw it in correct. the summer. I'm pretty sure it was 2009. So this was like this was like April or something. Was the Slam and Salmon? So like, dude, right before that, I don't know. Getting getting MCD though. That's that's just as good, man. Because he's an actor. Like he's funny. And uh, in interviews, like Kevin Heffernan and like Jay, they always say when they're casting and they want people to be funny and they always work with a lot of the same people. It's like, well, we don't cast comedians or anything. Like we just we get really good actors and then if they're really good at acting, they should be funny. Cause that just coincides with being a good mm-hmm. actor. If it's a comedy, even if they're playing a straight role or just a fucking nuts named fucking <laughs> Zongo or whatever, like <laughs> either one, they should be able to handle it, you know? And like, and dude, they nailed it. Like with, without him in the, in this role, it's one of those, like, it's a giveaway. Like, would you rather see Mike Tyson? I'd rather see Michael Clark Duncan in this. Yeah. Like, there's too many scenes where it's just, it's just good. It's too He's good. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that would have worked as well. Yeah, just one of those where I'm always like, could this have worked with somebody else in it? Like, he's he's the he's pretty much the lead, like like Bill Paxton or Brian Cox when they get that one just like name guy in their movie. He's the yeah. he's the one in this one, and he anchors it. Anchor. Mm. Nice. I see what you did there. I like oh. That. Sponsorship. We're not even doing the ads anymore. Jared has ads. Jared from Subway. Jared from Subway has ads. Nice. Yeah. So um. Yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a lot of the stuff I like going through. 
If they're, don't make me hungry. <laughs> hey, if you said he's got a big cock, that's the ultimate trifecta. Guy meat drapes. Dude, one <laughs> glass of yogurt, I can fill up a mailbox. How like, come it doesn't sound like that so when good. I say it? <laughs> uh, fill up a mailbox. Yeah. Good, good little backstories, like a decent amount of like, I don't know, redemption or just like story arcs for like some of the small characters, like, like fucking Kevin Heffernan having to get the money and like standing up to him after he's clearly a bitch in the cold open with Nat Faxon, you know, Mm -hmm. he's the prime minister of Narnia. Shit. (laughs) Nat Faxon is always just so fucking funny looking. Is it just Nat Faxon's face? Is that what and like his teeth? Is that why he's always I funny? I think it is because he's just I such a weird looking fucking dude. He's, he's so yeah. funny and weird he's looking. looking. And he and like literally besides Beer Fest, he has like a one minute part in all of their movies too. Yeah, he's he's there for like a second, yep. and that's it. And he's just so fucking funny looking. He's the douche in the very beginning of Club Dread, Was and it? just dies instantly, like off camera. I think. <laughs> You know what, what creeps me out the most about that actor is the fact that, like, in a weird way, he reminds me of Dave England, and <laughs> I can never get that out of my head when I'm looking at him. Like, I expect he's going to start eating out of a diaper from he's, a trash can or something. I mean, like, I mean, it's just, just, it's just like he's such... just going to shit upside down on a beautiful art landscape. Or it's something. just an, it's it, it's crazy to me. Obsessed like every time shit. I see him. Every oh, time I see him on screen, I'm just like, this is Dave England's. He's going to ride a fire brother. Hose. I don't know. Brother. Yeah. Very uh, bizarre. Yeah, he's really uh, he's really funny and really funny the connection looking. has now been made. When he pops up on Tacoma FD, his character is such a dick too that it's just like perfect. It always feels like it's what he does. Oh, he does show know. up on Tacoma FD. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah. Every now every now and then, uh Soder pops in as a character that's like once or twice a season too, which is really funny. But um but that's it. No uh no Jay or no Stohansky. But some of the other, some of the other like random, just you know, the regulars of the crew, like like Nat Faxon and fucking uh, like like Will Sasso shows up in an episode or two. He's fucking funny. Wasn't nice. in this though, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there's a there's a lot of little ones like the 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 fucking German dude from Super Troopers and Beer Fest. He's got the one scene yeah. where guy yep. lies to them about ordering the right thing, and they're like, I like him. <laughs> I, he's a guy I trust. <laughs> So great, and the and like subtly is like I finally decided on something or finally got it up, and his wife's just like about time, and they're like what, and the scene cuts really quickly. That's very uh, very interesting. They definitely yeah. they, they have a they have a good way of bringing in I think the people that make sense not only for certain roles but also very very tiny roles. Like I the the one thing I noticed too specifically with uh, Will Arnett's or Will Forte's like very Forte. very like consistent role in this movie but not like kind of a side character so so motherfuckers that do that shit they're called campers and i'll tell you right now (laughs) i've never had a fucking camp table i've never had a camper ever pan out the way it did in this movie ever because people (laughs) who come in and do that shit they go to the restaurant they go to the restaurant so much that they don't tip because they're there so much. So they give yeah, right. you fucking two dollars on a thirty-five dollar oh, yeah. bill, and it's like, oh, you're go buy a fucking gumball, you know? Like it's just that because they're there so <laughs> Some much, they, they own cards. the place, they know everyone, and no one wants a fucking people who know that motherfucking table. They never want to wait on it. They never want to wait on it. Never yeah, and pans imagine out. his name never is Horus, and he's got war on war and peace there. 
<laughs> oh, so great. Looking like Will Forte. Just like just a character. I've god. learned so much. <laughs> He's a character god. So fun fact. Uh they basically, as as you've seen in Beerfest, uh, they know Will Forte. He he hangs out with them, does their things every now and then. They basically just wrote the script and were like, Yeah, any of these side characters, like whoever, he had like he had free choice of like whatever character or thing he wanted to play. I mean, obviously, besides like what the guys, the Broken Lizard guys got cast as, you know, the main uh, whatever front of house main cast, you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it was like customer wise. This is who we're booking our friends and stuff for. And they went to him and they went to him first with like whatever one you like you can do, because like that's what he does. He was on SNL. He's been doing a gazillion characters his entire life. So why not and i just think hearing them say that in an interview was like that seemed too real to actually be true but i guess no i guess it is i guess that's just the way the cookie crumbles with will forte because he's the last man on earth after all after all you are very correct (laughs) yeah so it's hard hard to not like that one as a as a favorite little moment but uh also the the steve lemaducci dude yeah steve lemaducci guys tried real hard with that one huh yeah <laughs> don't quit your day job bud oh yeah salmon oh yeah smells great so that is a, that nose is out of control dude that is out of control the nose jokes the nose jokes were so good <laughs> did you come in with this fucking mouse nose or whatever the hell he calls it oh man Good stuff. Good little like bits like that too, like daylight savings. When does Mm -hmm. that happen in any other movies? I don't know. Not Pineapple Express, that's for sure. Yeah, that's a fun little plot device right there. Uh, The fact that Michael Clark Duncan is from Hell's Kitchen in this and has (laughs) connections with the Yakuza is a little bit like his role Kingpin from daredevil that one shitty ben affleck movie you know still a character uh, still a thing he did though very funny very funny little little things like that uh a salmon candy bar i believe dude yeah yes yes you guys remember you guys remember that yeah remember what the what the order was um, <laughs> the salmon flavor or the salmon, and then no. like nougat or whatever. Oh, how the <laughs> fuck did it go? Was Chocolate, it like... then nougat, then peanut, then more nougat, and then salmon. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like it's sounds it sounds all right man. at first, and then he ends it with and salmon. And how salmon. gross is that? Ugh. I know. They said they were lobbying. The guys in Broken Lizard were lobbying for the the Slam and Salmon candy bar. I don't know oh, whatever dude, happened I, with that. I probably would have bought that. Yeah, I, I think I've they decided to do a they did a Kickstarter for Super Troopers oh, too instead. I think, but uh, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine how that tastes. I just can't. I just don't uh, want to. Just stick with fucking Kit Kats, dude. Like, yeah, that's the best thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean another just Michael Clark Duncan thing is the whole like way it rounds out at the end with him not knowing 20,000 yen is like oh yeah 120 dollars or whatever yeah yeah. (laughs) and that's just i just love that when like the whole plot is a sham and you and you find out at the end because the character's a fucking idiot basically or a meathead or whatever you want to call him you know like that's just it's gonna give someone a broken rib sandwich and and the cry of the cougar instead of the eye of the tiger 
The Cry of the Cougar. <laughs> That's what they did because they couldn't get the rights for Eye of the Tiger, so they wrote their own. Which they've been which they've been known to do. They write a lot of joke songs and things just like uh the South Park guys do when they're yeah, writing yeah. stuff. Yep, yep. Cheaper. Like that. Cheaper that way, right? Cheaper. Yep. Keep it in yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am Lord. <laughs> My nickname earlier for you was Cunty McTwat. <laughs> Why isn't anybody laughing? <laughs> <laughs> dude it's it's so harsh i could just i could just go on forever i think uh i think i think i've said said my shit what about yeah, you yeah i i i'm i don't really have anything else i'm i don't want to bore anyone into going into like the specifics of what these what this film hit on it's like i said at the top of the episode i think this is one of the most accurate if not the most accurate representation of stereotypes within a restaurant way more so than fucking waiting um it, it just and he didn't even work in great. miami exactly hey yeah, i did not work in miami this i've never waited on did, never did waited you... on the staff from you know the offensive line of the miami dolphins yep, you know cfi hotlanta <laughs> morgan fairchild dopinder from heroes no dick lobo <laughs> Dick Lobo. Dick, Lo- Dick, Lobo. Dick Lobo. I, be- I believe Lobo is uh, the word for wolf in Spanish. Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. Did you ever have an encounter? Didn't know that was that when reference. You were a waiter on, What's that? Like, did you ever have an encounter when you were a waiter on when you like just said to a customer to try to get like a good sale? They've been married for like another set of customers have been married for twenty years and you know nothing about them actually. Oh my god. So I don't I so I never I never pitted my tables against other tables because that's a very Mm -hmm. dangerous fucking game to play because it's very simple for them to if someone to get up. You're trusting that that table's not gonna get up and be like, Oh, congratulations, or if someone goes to the bar they gotta be across the whole fucking Are you on camera? No, are you on camera? (laughs) (laughs) It's a very that's a very dangerous game. I've definitely I've definitely like Told tall tales, hundred percent. It's oh, all about yeah. That's that's all part, about of, marking that's part up. of sales. Yeah, it's all about marking up the the bill and not lying to people, not taking advantage, but like you just grease the fucking wheels a little bit, you know, you lube that, in the deals. You want that lube, lube in the deals? Lube in the lube it up, uh, whatever steak or whatever. With that exactly. Four pound, four pound so, <laughs> so you know what's in, what's, yeah, what's really true. funny about that? Big difference. So. You know, at the, the beginning of their shift, they basically have their stand-up meeting, and it's like, all right, this is what's on sale. So that is very real. That Black is very real. That happens. Every person who works in a restaurant, specifically front of house staff, if there's free food, it is gone. We are animals. It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. Yep. Like, Do you guys just, are, are there scavenged. usually like hordes of people like sh- like fighting forks? Dude, didn't I tell you guys food? about those like three ham rolls in a row at Paisans when like three days in a row they grabbed the wrong one and it was a ham roll and each time I was like, well, I'll eat it. Like, are you fucking does a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Very real. It sounds delicious. <laughs> Any more realistic uh, portrayals of wait staffs we need to know about, Lou? The world needs to know. No, watch man, this I, movie. It's a great I don't think so. Just watch the it. movie. Watch yeah, it. Just, just watch, watch the movie. It's movie is on to be entertained. Oh, you guys hear thing. what I said there? That movie is on to be like if I used some Luby to get a it's also better a tip. Free. Fuck you, Joey. Fuck well, I'm just saying that's how I watched it. I time. paid five dollars for this on Voodoo. 
Uh, dummy, shouldn't nah. it's for free on YouTube. Honestly, it was this was one of those ones that like when the blockbuster went out of business or whatever, I snagged it and yeah. uh, totally lost it like eight years ago in my first apartment. As well, there's a bunch of good DVDs I lost back then, but I remembered that I lost this one, and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna just buy this for five dollars. Did they digitally. sell like I don't a broken a lizard box set anywhere? I don't know because you know they shop most of their movies at like, uh, like fucking let's do it, Entourage season two. The boys go to Sundance. They got you know in like season three or four, they want people to buy it at Cannes, so they've gone to Cannes, Slam Dance. They've done a bunch of other ones like. Mm-hmm. It's not the same companies that have done every single thing they've done, basically. So you can't, you know, like Sony with the Spider Man deal. Yeah, Yeah. usually you can't, you know, unless they're all fucking rich fucks. So crap, man. Because imagine that. It'd be like like a 10 movie fucking. Lou's like waiting in silence, like I have it right now. I have all five. Yeah, right. No, no, no. I. So this. (laughs) Just listening. No, I'm listening. (laughs) I'm ramble. No, I I like I like uh, I like hearing the 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 theorizing of it. So with uh, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I. uh, I'm trying to think. This this one I didn't. uh, I never really saw this one in the wild, even to purchase. So it's really funny that you mentioned that you picked this up at a Best Buy when it was going out of business or whatever, because I'm pretty sure that I got my... No, 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 dude. It was like a Hollywood video, like where when they're going out of business, all the shit that you could rent there is like half off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. My copy of Best Buy. I wanted to make sure. Oh, like, oh, I'm sorry. You knew I'm sorry. it was a video rental yeah, place. Yeah, I, I meant. I'm. I'm sorry. I meant to say blockbuster. Fucking yeah. Started with a B. You know, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're good. You're good. <laughs> but um, but no, I, I, I find it very interesting that that's where you found yours because, I don't know as if I've seen this one out in the wild anyway. Like my Dude, club dread, my copy of Club Dread and my copy yeah. of Super Troopers are both uh, VHS tapes. So it's very oh, interesting. Oh, my Super Troopers was DVD, but that was like a coveted early. You know, that movie just boomed after it was on DVD. Like that was a DVD yeah. movie. Everyone oh, saw yeah. that on DVD. But dude, this this fucking I think the actual Hollywood video is the one I got most of these from. Dude, some some of the gems of like just sleeper or underrated movies like Strange Wilderness, fucking Grandma's Boy. That was in the group of like Dude. this with the slam and Sam. Yeah. I, I think yeah. um I think fucking um like the trilogy of the Friday movies I got. Like a three pack of those, you know? Like there's some like legendary stoner movies that I got that I would rent. And like I just knew like, all right, well, if it's fucking half price, I might as well just go. Like I bought like five of them in one day and was like a fucking, you know, New York stocks person like Patrick Bateman getting an eight ball right there. Like I was so happy running out of there. Like I'm going to smoke a bowl and watch four of these tonight. And I probably did. Yeah, it was a great time. (laughs) So thankful. But one of my roommates made away with it or I just left it in their care in like 2012. So shit happens, (laughs) bro. It's a, it was enough for me to spend the five six bucks on voodoo digitally so that should let anyone know that knows anything about these guys and haven't seen this movie or something somehow if you're listening this far you we we're gonna berate you you should have watched it you're dumb you know uh-huh. what we do this is our second year here this isn't news <laughs> <laughs> this is this is standard at this point all right we've we've done a thing it's a it's become a thing <laughs> exactly Certainly it has to do with large inner holes with this movie. There, Lewis. What's that? 
Is there anything oh, to do oh, large oh, intervals? <laughs> that could be taken in so many different ways. Yeah, but I know, I know where you're going with that. that. I was like, is that a bit from the movie? And then I was just like, no, wait. Could Steve Buscemi have played Lance Henriksen's character in this if they what? couldn't get him? Because they did like- say they wanted him specifically and Morgan Fairchild. Like Those roles were written for them. But Nutella was written for like an Ariana Grande type or something, and that's yeah. where they realized let's just get an actor, and the actor will be funny. Fuck pop stars, fuck, <laughs> fuck real people, you know. It's so yeah. to work with. So tell us about the holes, Lou. <laughs> I really like how you phrase that. Just like hot box, um, <laughs> you have so just actually just like fucking Lou. What uh, is your favorite Joeyism out of uh, out of hot oh. box? Uh, whatever you just said about holes. Um, what did you say big he, inner holes or something big, big inner hole yeah <laughs> something like that big inner holes you know you we're just, not talking you, about anyone's holes you are you're the you're the michael clark duncan of this group <laughs> <laughs> you're the cleon salmon of this yeah, group you I, I just always, have a way with words so. very Dude, uh, carl Havacek. You're totally, you're totally the Ricky or the or the Carl Havacek of our crew. Uh, very Michael Clark Duncan of you, indeed. Right. All right. So, so here's here's essentially how this is going to work. So, essentially, there oh, is boy. the concept oh, the concept of duality in oh, this movie is express is expressly pointed out, just like the idea of as above so below, right? As it exists in the heavens, so it exists here. Now, some oh, people take geez. that in the opposite direction, and they say what exists on the outside <laughs> of the earth also exists on the inside of the earth, yep. and that is is illustrated through one individual, oh, Paul happening. Soder, playing both Donnie <gasps> and Dave in this movie. I knew it. And we can oh. see the conflicts <laughs> that exist between the two because what? they are the yin to the yang, right? What? The outside of the earth, right, the, where we currently reside is much different than that of the inside of the earth however there are similarities these two individuals look the same the inside of the earth as but they one wears posit, purple shirts one do wears also shirts. do also also has similarities so it's this very interesting uh it's a way they break it down in the movie they're constantly battling between one another but at the end of the day they share the same blood they share the same looks and their lips are different and their teeth aren't stained you know one one has teeth that are stained one fucking breath tastes like tartar sauce it's just <laughs> right. it's how the it's how she rolls boys you know, it's just yes. just how how she goes bud dude yes. way she way she fucking goes bubs way she fucking goes round of applause dude um welcome and, to loose ted talk and so when <laughs> this they this is my ted talk <laughs> so when they when they when they wrestled and they touched what was that was that like when the paradox began was that when the, the nah, wormhole dude, that's opened like, up that, what that's what, like what interstellar that? dude that's okay that's when the, that's when the veil that's when the veil thins enough that's when the veil thins enough so that there's hey, the like crossover I said, between like the i two. said it's canon this is the second year we did that it's out already i can say that I'm, it's canon all right <laughs> This is exactly. all in the indecisive opinions universe. It's real. Just like Hollow Earth is real. Two sodas and Hollow Earth being real in relation to the salmons. Slammons. Are there any answers I can question you on the menu tonight, my fellow uh, Englishmen from Herman's Herman? So great. <laughs> oh good. So good. Good good Lou Dog rant on, oh, on, on that usual. I, I love it. Joey, I, anything you needed to squeeze in? Yes, uh, in I just watched one? the scene where uh fucking jay squishes all the cakes and fucking guy comes <laughs> i told up and myself the very i last wouldn't one. touch every yeah dude that's just i fucking love everything I d- with jay man i just i just watched wolf forte get decked by 
uh, Cleon Salmon's horse. <laughs> nice. Yes, to death. <laughs> it's a really funny, yeah, the way that plays out. Yeah, I, I know. Left, I have a month left to live. But the, but then guy but then guy is also just like fuck that guy and the horse that ran over him. <laughs> really good play on like a classic phrase good. right there. That's pretty good. Uh, I love that one. So so good, good movie, good choice on my behalf. I'm oh, like yeah. congratulating myself. Hey, good job on finally choosing. Oh, thanks. My name's Nuts. Oh, you're welcome, Zongo. <laughs> I have a split personalities. Apparently, I didn't take my medicine today. <laughs> <laughs> the um the last thing the last thing I wanted to do yeah, I did factoids. find I did find an interview with Kevin Heffernan um from 2009 and I wanted to read just a very quick bit and essentially the interviewer was asking the interview is Robert Levin this is from filmschoolrejects.com essentially he was asking him about what makes this movie so different and this is in a nutshell how Kevin essentially addressed this he said probably quote a little bit more to do with the budget, right? This has a little bit more to do with the budget. The oh, intention yeah. was to try and do a Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross comedy meets the Marx Brothers. Oh. I, it, um, I was always, uh, I, it was always our intention to try and have a funny one night kind of movie. Um, honestly, we have stacks and stacks of scripts and we have tons of ideas and some of them will never, or some of them can happen and some won't. So it's kind of this idea that it's like it, it always comes down to money as it does with these different things. But this was different because of the money that was involved or not involved in this case. Um, but yeah. also like essentially the brainchild of like we want to make one movie. We want to stage a movie that happens in one night in one location. And because we're not what it seems like, because we're not floating around to seven million different locations, we can then reinvest that into bringing in some of our friends and some famous people to like play fucking characters. So it's it's kind of it's very cool the way in which some of these independent films or independent like film companies, uh, punk rockers, basically, they make the most they make their dollar carry the most. Yeah. very interesting i found it very interesting how they they make it work and it's fucking yeah. awesome Hell yeah. and these that, these, that is these... fucking awesome that's that that's these guys whole careers yeah for real that's what they do like, yeah it's fucking they're very punk rock Dude, these, these uh these colgate toothpaste motherfuckers very cool <laughs> very fresh quite fresh quite fresh yeah that was actually that was nice it reminds me of when Super Troopers 2 came out and they used the fucking Indiegogo or Kickstarter or whatever to help fund that. And then Jay yeah. had a little, did a little selfie video afterwards being like, you guys did it, like made one of the higher tiers. So you got to have more chase explosion CGI scenes and shit. That whole opening to Super Troopers 2, that is because they made a little more than they planned on with a funding thing. So anybody out there, if you see Broken Lizard, and they're doing a movie or something and they need funding and you like them and you want to see it happen. Like those millions of scripts, like Jay was like, you guys want to see super troopers three. You guys want to see pot fest. You guys want to see beer fest two. a million other things. Like we'll do it, but we don't have money. <laughs> we can't make these things happen sometimes without the moolah. So they got to do it in a different way. And they can't do all those movies as a uh, Heffernan said in that interview from Lou. So it's just like pay attention and if you want to support the right people, that's that's the punk rock thing as well, you know. We're not on some huge label right now, but if you go to Bandcamp, that's a little label where you can give the band some money and on the correct day, all the money. Mhm. They get all How crazy. 
How crazy is that? Crazy you concept, know? you know, giving back to the people that are fucking putting in all the work and not being fucking Trump about it, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. So, uh, do it. Be good and help your fellow man. That's what it's, it's all about. To the people who are not in uniform. Wow, that was that was a joeism. Nice. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Who's uh is that in which SNFU song is that from, my guy? <laughs> that's very that's very not SNFU. And on to the facts <laughs> section. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't I was like, which anti-flag song is that from? Power Ooh. to the Peaceful. Oh, Whoa. Man. Uh I actually I did we kind of did a bunch as like we were going through it because it was just it was just that type of movie. Um or I wanted to do it as it was going on. But a few of the things I have, uh, mainly like the ending when there's the the literal, um, whatever you want to call it, broken rib sandwich with Guy, because he's, he's the loser. And I think everyone just loves the Guy's the one that ends up getting punched again, basically. <laughs> seems, seems like he's the most worthy of getting beat up <laughs> by so Leon. So uh, when it when they freeze frame and the painting type thing appears, it says Heffernan in the corner. I don't know if anyone realized ah. that. That was Kevin Heffernan's Ooh. brother, a brother whom worked on the television show Workaholics, was one of their key grips. Huh. They said, very funny dude. Heffernan's are a funny family. He pops up in one of those episodes as an actor, Kevin Heffernan, Deputy Dong. It's very funny. He's playing a cop, kind of a funny play on. They're super troopers thing, I think. It's hysterical. And that's a fun fact for oh, all shit. y'all. Yeah, his brother paints and has other people that they know and such. Talk, dude. And they I all help out that. on they all help out with somehow Tacoma FD behind the scenes or being there working, you know, whatever it is. They all kind of help out with that. So go watch that show. True TV's first scripted sitcom. It's funny. And it's got Heffernan and Steve Lemmy. A bunch of other funny firefighter peoples. <laughs> like, they're firefighters in Tacoma. So, you know, it's Seattle, so it's raining a lot, so they have downtime. Like, it's, come on, perfect. It's perfect just, show. Just great. Nothing better. How could there ever, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, yup. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan was given <laughs> lots of room to improvise. They were often, um, you know, I don't know if scared's the word, but they were often not the quickest to interrupt him in the middle of his improvising, basically. And they just kind of let him do his thing for a while, not knowing when to <laughs> tell him when to stop or cut because they were terrified. I don't know how else to... I think they shied I mean, that... away from answering that. You know, it's just... I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. I get it. He's great, though. He's great. I'm sure it was a giant teddy bear, just like his role in the Green Mile, more realistically. <laughs> but uh, another one I find really funny, Lou's going to love. Apparently, some of the reality behind this was that Jay, Kevin, and Steve worked in New York City as waiters uh, right after they all graduated Colgate. I think, um, I think like, eventually, like, it was... Uh, Kevin and Steve and then Eric were at like the same restaurant and like Heffernan trained Steve and like the boss was like talking about how Kevin's just like a slow idiot or something but like he but he's really nice and then Steve ends up like training fucking Eric and he just like basically was hazing him like he was soda in the movie or something like that I guess you know 
just like being a dick i don't know and uh, but the reality of the opening with steve lemmy's character connor is apparently he did in real life kind of quit his waiting job in a heat of glory and then had to go and beg for it back at a point in time (laughs) (laughs) nice because it wasn't working out just yet and uh so they specifically were like we got to keep that story for your character uh even though you know another fun thing is found out mostly when these guys are writing scripts they don't cast it until like the 20th draft of the film until it's like assured like the five of them don't know so when they're writing they want to give every character like the funniest lines and they don't hold back basically you know isn't that I was like, holy fuck, that's like, p- people ask more questions that's... about that, please. I'm dying to know more about, like, that type of shit. And it's just, I, you always wonder that type of thing of why these guys are playing certain types of just, you know, oh, sometimes it's this character and sometimes it's this, and they're totally different from one another, and you always wonder why. I was like, son of a bitch. Because someone, I don't know, someone was just like, how did uh, Jay end up being nuts and have that whole Zongo backstory and, like... It's from something in base, based in reality, obviously, that they uh-huh. kind of had to change the name of or whatever. Somebody his wife knows or something. Uh, but, like, the, he didn't know. He was like, I like we don't decide until, like, 90% of, like, everything is written and finalized and they know what the movie's going to be like and, like, you know, then they get the budget and see if it's happening and whatever before, like, they even bother to decide which characters the five of them are going to play. They just always write five main enough characters to where they know it's good. It's going to be one of those five. So, you yeah. know, they're not writing it like, Oh, well, who's going to play uh Cleon salmon, you know, like that's, an- they know that that's going to be somebody else, the star or whatever, who's going to fucking play Nat Faxon's one minute part. Like, no, that's going to be someone else. It's like based on the five main guys, it's rotating. Super it's, fucking it's, wild. It's fucking thing. awesome because like it always keeps everything fresh with them. Yeah, and that's yeah. What, and they and they always get the best jokes. So there's no like dud character. They're all yeah. like good characters, you know. They're all yeah. funny, and they're all funny dudes, and they all get to show off chops and whatnot. Yeah, sometimes some of them are more naked than the others, you know. Yeah, but, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like we that know they, they we have know you like that, nudity. Love it. I love you know, that. It's yeah, they, it's, it's fucking hilarious. They said in this one they were missing their signature boob shots, but they thought they made up with it with Jay's uh, crack and <laughs> saggy nuts. Yeah, as he yeah. shoves the fish down the guy's throat. Oh my god! Oh I, my god! I, lo- dude, I love when like, he's thinking it's like all it's, it's all the kitties and there's yeah, all the cat on the table, just trying oh, to all the cats. the cats or whatever. They're so cute. How does that taste? How does, How does that it taste? taste? How does it taste? How does it taste? It's not the first time that Jay's had a character where he like blacks out and imagines something else is happening. Mm. You know, it's kind of <laughs> kind of weird how that's a continual thing for him. It's uh, it's definitely yeah. swim lane, but it works. Swim lane, it works. A classic. There's a classic for us. Yeah. So um. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's about all. That's about all the fun little things I can say. I got we. I got a fun couple rounds of a of a game we can play. A classic. A classic. Yeah, let's do it. If we, if we've said all our pieces on the salmon slammons, I, I will I will question your answers or, or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, so I thought it would be fun to just do a best of two, whoever. 
basically is in for actually you know we can probably just do all five of these i thought we should do the weird algorithms for the broken lizard films because we gave all the dudes their flowers and some of the other characters but noticeably as lou was saying with the interview they get certain movies of different budgets so they can get certain stars or spend it in other ways you know Mm. so most of these it probably won't be the five guys in the top so you're gonna have to gonna have to think oh all right um i mean you know that's just my assumption if you think about it like let's start off with the slam and salmon there's i i already know i already know who i think would be number one because of because of people because you know i don't think you guys know this one though but what do you think joey who do you want to choose um actually now that i'm thinking about it uh, I forgot he passed away. I was gonna say Michael Clark Duncan, dude. Yeah, we, the RIPs were yeah, rampant. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of set me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, you guys can both whenever you so, want. Just we'll start her off. Okay, so I I am going to guess. Um, I'm gonna guess Will Forte. Specifically. Will Forte. Specifically, because I know that there's a Netflix show that he is in some way, shape, or f- some way, shape, or form somewhat part of. It's Will Arnett show that's going to be coming out. So I'm oh, guessing, shit. really cool. Guessing, yeah, I'm guessing that he might he, that is might push him up. But my other, my auxiliary guess is, uh, live. right, yeah, going with someone doing something now and or the obvious super famous person. Right, right. What do you think, Joey? Um, quicker. Th- yeah, yeah, you got to be quicker, man. Uh, you, you've I'm had ample maybe, time. Maybe uh, Jim Rash. I yeah, feel like I've just seen him. Jim in Rash. A lot of stuff, he he dude. does have a perfect face. Yeah, perfect <laughs> face, man. I feel like I've just seen him in a lot of things. Though it's times like these, um, he's yeah, you know, and it's one of those like sometimes if you're too famous, people aren't looking you up. On the, yeah. uh, for the algorithm because they already know who you are so it's almost like the character actors are better off yeah, but, it's kind but of there's fair. a lot of people way more famous than like these five guys in their movies so it's tough Um, I'm almost 100% positive before I click on this that it's April Bulby who is Mia because she is on the TV show Doom Patrol so mm. you guys uh, are all gonna yeah. lose but let's see how close y'all got <laughs> alright I did in fact win she is number one I'd expect nothing didn't, less. Didn't take a genius because I watched Doom Patrol. It's a good show. Olivia. You hear Munn that, Joey? We're not two. geniuses. We're you guys not are geniuses. not. <sighs> you guys are just baby geniuses. I don't think. No, I thought no. it was so smart. <laughs> That's like the biggest insult, saying you're like baby geniuses. That movie. A terrible movie. <laughs> terrible uh, movie. I guess I guess you guys are a hundred percent wrong because Olivia Munn was the auxiliary guest at number two, and Kobe Smolders, uh, Avengers guys, Spider Man, mm. Spider Man, uh, come on, uh, yeah, like right. like like you're I legitimately right. would have guessed her if we did this movie like a few months ago before the new season of Doom Patrol came out. I would have been uh, like, yeah, her, like for sure. But Will Forte right under there at number four. Surprisingly, Morgan Fairchild is number five. That's a it's a nutty one. It is a bit nutty. Nutty, nutty, nutty. Let's jump. Let's jump somewhat backwards in the way we're going. Let's do Super Troopers 2. Dude, nice. 
Nice. I'm I'm sure. I mean, I know we've seen like all these movies, so you can reach back in there. If there's anyone you really need to think about, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go with Emmanuel Shrieky because Entourage Sloan. Anyone Dude, else? Nice. Anyone else think Sloan's probably high up there because she for sure is going to be. <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> she's doing fair. some other TV show right this, now. This Super Troopers too. Yeah, yeah. You um, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am going to choose. Lots of people. Sean William. I'm going to choose Rob Lowe. Sequence. Rob Lowe. Uh, the lady. Dude, uh, I... Jimmy Carter's wife. She's in it again. You know, Brian Cox. I think I'm. I think I'm going to go with Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott is an option. He's the man. Dude, he's always the man. He's always been the man. <laughs> and forever will be. Uh, let's see. What, All what, right. What you well, go. What I thought was right was right. There's a television show called Succession that Brian Cox is on, which puts him at number one. It's a big HBO show. But HBO also comes in the number two with a bullet like I knew it. Emmanuel Shrieky is number two. So you guys have zero points currently. I'm kicking both your ass. I'm not even playing. Uh, Paul Walter Hauser's in this for like a minute, apparently, and he gets the third slot right before Rob Lowe and Sean William Scott. <laughs> that ain't nice. That ain't guys, nice. Guys just got weaned out of that one. So let's jump. Let's jump into the into the into the past. Into the first Super Troopers. Das Boot. No, we're gonna do Beer Fest. Oh, dude, nice. Doing Das Boot. Are we going in order of release? <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Kind of, except I did but Super backwards. Troopers. I was going to say you because you I wanted backwards. to start. I wanted to start with the Slam and Salmon though, because it was the the task at hand, you know. So right, um, right. I'm just going to say, uh, guest on opening scene right away, MC Ganey, just because MC Ganey is a character actor. People have to be looking him up. I'm going to say Donald Sutherland. Yeah, right. Never hurts. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh... Will Forte. <laughs> yeah, Will Forte is also in this one. That's a good way. Someone guessed him in another one. Let's see. Oh, nice. Holy shit, Will Forte is number one. Yeah! Dude, Cloris Leachman, RIP, died a oh. year ago to the day almost. That's insane. Oh, man. Died literally a year ago. That's crazy. And, and Donald Sutherland is number three. So I lose this time because of NC Gady. Yeah, motherfucker. Should have went with Nat Faxon. Ah! All right. Uh, triumphant jump of Joey getting three points and Lou getting one <laughs> while I kick your asses from the stands. Now we're going to do Club Dread is up next. Okay. What do you got, Joey? I'm going to let you go first on this um, one. I'm going to go with uh, MC Ganey. MC Ganey wow. is also in Club Dread. I'm going to go with Bill Paxton. <laughs> um, I don't remember her name. <laughs> Whoever the chick who plays Penelope. Uh, I don't remember her name. Penelope. She's definitely in something else. And or Brittany Daniels. I'm going with one of the chicks. I'm not really playing, so it doesn't matter. Fuck, I would have won. <laughs> Brittany Daniel is number one. I wonder what she's doing. Dude, Bill Paxton is number two. 
Damn. And MC Gady is number three. What do y'all think? The OG classic. For the OG classic. Oh, man. Countless, countless little... Mm-hmm. Little and a few, you know. I don't know. I don't know if this is like the one that puts one of the guys in Broken Lizard in it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's something I'm missing in this one. I would say so. We are allowed to guess the dudes from from Broken Lizard if it makes sense. I'm gonna go. With, was, I'm gonna go with Steve and... Lummy. I'm just gonna go with Steve Lummy on this. I was I'm just, just advising go against it. It doesn't seem like a smart idea. Was what I was getting at. Okay. Um, but I don't know. This might be the one. Like the other ones have a lot more people in it. And yeah, this, this one is like this one. Linda does... Carter, Brian Cox. No, I'm gonna go with Brian Cox. I'm gonna go with Brian Cox. I'm gonna go with Brian Cox. Stoners, uh, Jim oh, Gaffigan. Man. You know, classic Gaffigan. Uh, the guy what? who doesn't weigh in at that way station back there. <laughs> Mr. Galakinokas. Mr. Galakinokas. <laughs> Stop getting this animation, Cap. <laughs> You're a sick motherfucker, Mac. Thanks, Chief. Uh, Joey, come on. What I'll you go got? With, uh, Stop I'll stalling. go with Mr. Gaff again. Dude, were you going to say Brian Cox? Because you took very I was long gonna, to answer. I was so, going to say... Yeah. I was going to say Brian Cox. Okay, well, I'm, I can guarantee you it's him, and I don't know why you just... Why you sit there like a quiet I, I just, person. I don't know. The I was one, like... The one time to not be fucking quiet, dude. Don't be nice. That's his angle. Remember, he's like meat drapes. All right, that's his angle, dude. (laughs) Damn, he's he's worked. Gonna get me every time if I work that way, dude. He just gave you the blue curacao when you did something wrong, and you took it like it was nothing. He just he played you, son. He played you. He played you. All right. Well, I'm going with Linda Carter. I'm getting hazed. There's no one else in this movie. It has to be Linda Carter, or maybe Joey Kern. One of the stoners. Ah, fuck it. It's not even... <laughs> All right, hey, Brian Cox, number one. Jim Gaffigan, number three. Ooh. Nice. What a close battle. Uh, Linda Carter is number two. Because <laughs> there's no one else up here with eligible enough facts. Even the chick who played Ursula. I love you, Ursula. I love you, Ursula. <laughs> That's my girl. And and our winner of the Broken Lizard week for part one at least is is Lou in a triumphant finish. Thank you, thank you, Dude, everyone. Loser. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? You know what that means, Joey. You're getting a broken rib sandwich from yours truly. Oh no! Nice. It's oh, the no. cry of the cougar. It's the spirit of wonder. <laughs> Beautiful. I- I really like let's that they... A, let's do a cover of that. <laughs> By a band called Earthcock. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Soder just wrote the words and then they got that cheesy 80s band they always work with to do it. Actually, it might just be 38 Special. 38 Special did the music for Super Troopers. Oh, shit. Ooh. Thanks for listening to this episode of Indecisive Opinions. The next episode, we will be covering the film Tombstone, now available on Hulu. Until then, please listen to Lurking Class. We are streaming on Bandcamp or Apple Music or Spotify or plenty of other streaming sites. And stay up to date with all Lurking Class news by following us on Instagram. We are Lurking Class, and we slay rock and roll.